This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show brought to you by Odyssey. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show. Just a heads up, episodes sometimes include content not suitable for work and definitely not safe for kids. Now available on the Odyssey app. Secret. I think you want to know. Secret Little Show. Sir and Show for Wednesday, December 1st. Already December of 2021. How did we get here? It's Sarah, Vinny, Bryn, and Nikki. Hello. Thank you for listening. I, I will say I just read through this email. And it's an advice that we did, a bad advice I should say, that mm-hmm. we did a couple weeks ago about the gay couple, uh, the parents of one of the kids, he came crying to them saying this person I've been living with and, and who is basically a do nothing uh, is now torturing me saying he's going to kill himself if I leave. I, if, I, if you're following along with these bad advices or in the secret show, you are well aware of what that situation was. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is, it's not all good news, but it's an update. It's an update from the person who just apparently just listened to the podcast where we talked about uh, their email. So they haven't even heard. And we've talked about their email on five different shows. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's definitely come up a lot and a lot of people have responded to it. Um, But it's so she's just gotten to that one where she first hears us talking about it. And it's uh, and they did, you know, they took action. And but there's, you know, nothing's ever simple. Nothing's ever cut and dry. Like for us, we're giving you some bad advice and, and we are thinking through to the end of whatever the problem is, but then there's always more problems that come up. So I'll just read it to you and you can tell me your thoughts. Uh, Hello, radio friends. I just listened to the podcast where you discussed my email and I was almost in tears. My husband and I have said and done almost everything you guys talked about for the record. uh, So R is the boyfriend and C is this person's son. Mm -hmm. So R didn't do anything while C was working and going to school. They lived in a tiny studio apartment, one room with a bathroom and half bath, no kitchen, and all R did was sit on the computer and play video games. Cleaning and laundry, not on a list of things he'd do. Yeah, that's what I expected, and that's why I was furious. Like, as a parent, I would have said, I'm paying the rent there, and you're either paying half that rent or you're getting the fuck out. That's it. Yeah. So in the end, he wound up, uh, they both worked at the same fast food joint. Remember that? from mm-hmm. the-, the, the the C got R and R a job there. Right. So it was one of those, and I've known people like this. They'll sit and not work for, a job has to walk up to them, and hit them over kiss the head. them full on the mouth, and give them a hand job at the same time, and they'll take it. But mm-hmm. otherwise, finding work is not on the list of things to do. So that guy probably had that happen, which is the son, C, brought R in, already had talked him up. I bet the job was waiting for him to walk right into, right? Yes. 
Right. Uh, after I sent you my previous email, C said he just wanted to get out of their apartment. He didn't move everything out. He only packed a go bag. He also took, as he said, quote, anything sharp out of the apartment as a precaution. My husband and I agreed that C should quit his job at the fast food restaurant so he didn't have to be uncomfortable working with R. C is back living at home with us. We told him he can stay as long as he wants while he works on his portfolio because we know breaking up with anyone is hard. I'm not sure what portfolio he would be getting that, together. But uh, is he an art student? I yeah, I was going to say usually, or when you're graduating, you have to put like a portfolio together or something in order to of, graduate. Of like your work and your... Yeah, like a thesis okay. or something. Hmm. All right. Uh, because we know breaking up with anyone is hard. He's never gone through anything like this before. We He finally had a talk with R. And it took a few talks, but it seemed as if he was, although then they get into some stuff. There's some crazy shit here. Uh, here we go. He finally had a talk with R and it took a few talks, but it seems as if he w really was breaking up with R. Fast forward to today. C is still giving R rides to work. Boo. Which is only 10 to 15 minutes away from the apartment. We tell C that he shouldn't be doing this if he wants this breakup to be permanent. He argues that if he doesn't, R can't figure out how to get there on his own and will shut down and won't do anything. R has mental, emotional, and anxiety problems. Or he's using those to get, playing those up to get this kid to stay in his life. Right. I keep saying that if C doesn't stop, R won't be able to figure things out on his own. C then argues, I know, I know, I'll stop eventually. I have to help him figure out how to do these things. C has told us that sometimes when he sees R, R tries to talk him into getting back together. He doesn't give us many details, and I don't pry. If he wants to tell us, he will. My husband and I are getting really frustrated with this, and he comments in passing that he should figure out a way to, uh, I guess the husband says, that he should figure out a way to disable or take away C's car. It's a used car, which we paid for in full, uh, for in full and we insure. So it's their car. It's, yeah, it's, their son, mm -hmm. C, in this whole scenario has, and it sounds like he works and has gone to school, so I give him credit for you know, taking some responsibility in his life, but his parents have afforded him a luxury that R is taking advantage of. Yeah. And, I, and that's the part that bothers me. That's that freeloader thing that makes my stomach twist. Like if, if you, while my stomach would probably twist, if C told me as his dad, listen, R makes me sandwiches every day and gets up and makes me breakfast and when I get home from work there's a blowjob a warm mouth waiting for my dick like all the things alright at least he's helpful you right. know what I mean but this kid's a freeloader he is gonna freeload on C till the last day C that's is, all there uh, is right. to it like C is and he's a nice person and he feels you know he had a relationship with this person and the mm -hmm. guy's obviously got some kind of hold on him and isn't really is not going to be the one who lets that go. He's not going to let go of it easily. I think it's got to be a clean break. But anyway, C's not working anymore. They let him quit his... They said, yes, you should quit your job so you don't have to see R anymore. Meanwhile, he drives that kid to work every day. That's dumb. So the mom says... I really don't know what else to say to see. I've gotten him a psychiatrist and a therapist, which he's had one appointment each so far. He's been sleeping in, napping, and playing on his computer and not much else. I know he's depressed. I just don't know what to do to help him. I've been trying not to get mad at him, but I'm reaching my tipping point. What do you guys think we should do? Let me know if you have more questions. Feel free to text me. Uh, my number is below. Uh, oh. Yeah, that's so I won't say her name or anything, but we have contact. Um, I wonder if I should call them at some point. Well, Probably she not. Said, she says to just text her. Yeah, okay. she might get too emotional. Right. 
It, this, is, this is real life. Yeah. So unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. while we are having a ball with it, I, I would hate to find ourselves stepping in something far right. too serious. Good so point. C is a 25-year-old man. Right. Um, oh. We're not talking about a 20-year-old or, a, you know, he's gone through school. He's he's working. I, I really think that, okay, fine, he's depressed, but don't let his situation at your house become the situation that he had going on with with R. How old is R? House. R is, I think, about the same age. Let me see if I can find it. I don't remember them saying, but but it, I, I imagine they're both the same age. I don't right. think that that's would be a surprise. I, it sounds like 25. the guy. He's also yeah. I mean, when they old. got together, C had just gotten this apartment and was going to school, and and R just moved right in and was and has been. And I think didn't the story say for five years the guy sat there. Yeah, let me get before me going to work at the same fast food place the boy worked at. This, he, yeah, because it sounded like a couple of like twenty year olds, like just starting college. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, he's gone all the way through college with this guy. Oh, okay. So, okay. so he met uh, R online. They had an online only relationship for a couple of years before R uh, C went to college. Now C goes to college freshman year. He's in the dorms. Sophomore year, he gets his own apartment or I should say, his parents find him and procure him an apartment. Right. And that's when. So after a couple of years together, online only, as soon as this guy gets his own place, R is on the scene and moves right in to a tiny studio apartment that doesn't even have a kitchen. Nightmares. Um, He paid for the apartment, though. They got him the apartment, but he was paying for the apartment. He was working and paying for it, according to this. Um, let's see. I don't know. I don't know. When I was 25, I was doing, <laughs> working three jobs and I just finished school. And if I came home pulling all this crap, my mom would have beat my ass. So. So they lived together for four or five years. So this is, we're talking a seven or possibly more year relationship. Right. Um, so after four or five years of living together, R finally gets a job at the same place C works uh it took c seven years to graduate from college which was due to him having to work to pay for his apartment and support r who didn't work and didn't go to school so oh and that's then he moves back and r comes with him moves back where moves back to to their neck of the woods because mm-hmm. they were away at college before. yeah he was away at college and then he moves back to the parents' neck of the mm-hmm. woods. But and, not the parents' that, house. No. no. About okay. five minutes away, it says. Right. I had forgotten about that part completely. So it's uh, been five or six months since they moved back to the same area as the parents. And I guess now he, that, then five or six months go by. And then he comes crying to the parents and says, oh, my God, Got I'm it. in this terrible situation. Well, so, look, this is, this is what I'll say because I, I, I want to move on to another thing. I want the herpes story before we're done. Mm-hmm. We promised that and we should do it. But- Here's what I'll say. You've pulled him out of that. Breakups are hard. It sounds like, look, I the way you set it up, the original story was this young man, C, your boy, is gay, but hadn't had a lot of experience, real life experience with relationships or sexually speaking. So this was his first in a lot of ways, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard for him to have get through this breakup. I wouldn't be surprised by some of this difficulty breaking up it is it's hard and and while i can kind of in my head there are certain things where you say to yourself 
okay, this is over. And I just have to feel the pain and live it. The kid and will figure it out. He'll get there, but yeah. that is something that takes a minute. So in my mind, you've done all you can do. You need to give him a few minutes to get over this thing. I would be, I, I hate to say it, I don't know what the right answer in terms of getting him to stop driving this guy to work, but I guess harping or nagging him to stop is the only thing I can think of in terms of making sure he understands this is a mistake. Yeah. I, I You're think, making a mistake. I think that the thing here is that C needs to get on with his life. He needs another job. And I think when he has another job, he'll be less available to drive this person to right. work every day. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I, I wasn't saying that he'll be okay. I was saying that R will be okay. Like, that needs to be cut off. R's going to figure it out. <laughs> He's clearly a guy who knows how to set things up in his life and he'll start dating someone else at work who will pick him up yeah he's but talk about the guy who's got it figured out it's R it's R mm -hmm. yeah. R's the one who's not working or, or hardly worked Wasn't in working, the last right. you know whatever many years and has had everything he needs given to him yep so he, talk about the guy who's got it dialed it's yeah don't guy. worry about that guy and you should tell your son this don't worry about him He's going to be fine. He may threaten you. He may cry. He may, but that he's he's a freeloader, and he's going to find of the grift. another way. Right? Exactly. He's just hanging on to you because you're convenient for him. You need to now start applying for jobs. That's what you need to do because that'll also, you know, when you've got something to do, you've got less time to be depressed right. too. You know, if you're if if you, all you're doing is sitting around thinking about this thing that's in your and you have nothing else to think about, well, of course you're depressed. Anyway, you're right. There you go. Thank you. Uh, continue to update us on that. I am I am very much interested. Now I'm going to do the herpes thing. And this, I'm going to start by saying, I don't know that much about herpes. And I certainly, there's some information in here that not only have I never heard before, I don't know if it's true. So I'm going to read it to you. I know written. a little bit. I know that uh, when someone says to you, I've been tested, I'm clean. The, the the proper response to that is, so you got a blood test specifically for herpes? Because there isn't a P test or a thing, you know, an easy, it's not like chlamydia or something where they can go, oh, you know. This you is, this really, that doesn't figure into this because this isn't about sex. Oh, okay. This is, a, so I'll, let me read it and then, we'll, right. then let's dig into it. Okay. Let's drill down, Vin. Uh, slurps all around and need bad advice. I'm a first time mom in my thirties. My baby is six months old. I'm also a physician. Mm. So this person is going to put some info out here that is, I, I'm as a physician, I am going to assume she knows I'm also a physician and I'm paranoid as fuck when it comes to the health of my baby. Right. And of course we're all, I mean, we're still in a pandemic, although <laughs> some people are a little more relaxed about that than others. A girlfriend of mine has been asking to come and meet the baby for a long time now, and I keep putting her off, but I'm running out of excuses. The thing is, she has genital herpes. So I was like, genital, so, so what? She, you know, she's not going to give that to the baby. Well, listen to this. She got diagnosed last year, so it's still fairly recent. She's taking antiviral medication for it. However, genital herpes sheds about 10% of the time, even when you have no symptoms and when taking the virus-suppressing medications religiously, and women shed more than men, and shedding is more common in the first few years. It can also transfer to your oral cavity 
and live there without causing any issues and you'd never know, as opposed to oral herpes, which would cause mouth sores. Genital herpes can be a life-threatening event for small babies at worst, and at best, a hospital stay for initial treatment and monitoring, let alone the fact that my baby will then have genital herpes for the rest of her life. Babies do not have the immune system to fight off viruses and have a much higher risk of getting infected, even with tiny viral loads that normally wouldn't cause issues for adults. One tiny kiss on the baby's cheek or her hand, or a transfer from the friend's mouth to the friend's hand to the baby, can cause infection and blindness in the baby. I never heard any of this shit before. Early on, I enacted a no kissing and ask before touching rule for anyone wanting to visit my baby and generally have severely limited the visitors I allow. Only three people have visited since the baby was born. I relayed this rule to my herpes friend and she had an emotional melt meltdown, probably assuming these rules were made only for her because she has herpes. Even though this rule applies to everyone and wasn't just made for her, I assured her of this. She kept saying if she wasn't allowed to kiss and touch the baby, she wouldn't even want to come. Good. You're nice. off the hook. I know. <laughs> Truthfully, I really feel like she should be... Well, let me finish this thing. Here we okay. go before we start going. This is it. too easy, so go ahead. I know. She had a really tough time after getting diagnosed. I'm sure she did. I mean, that's, it would be, that's a hard pill to swallow because you've got it now. Uh, she's been on antidepressants since, and I don't mean to make her feel even worse about it, but I don't want my kid to have herpes, and I do not trust her around the baby, and I don't trust her to stick to the rules if she does agree to them. She clearly doesn't use common sense when it comes to hygiene, or else she wouldn't have gotten herpes. Well, come on. You can get herpes. and That's not about being clean or not. Eh, I don't know. I don't like that. Uh, plenty, of, plenty of very nice people who are very clean get herpes, and then they have herpes. It's not a death sentence. But what she's saying about what can happen to a baby is incredibly frightening. So let's see. She clearly, I'll just read her thing. She clearly doesn't use common sense when it comes to hygiene or else she wouldn't have gotten herpes in the first place. Yeah, she, that's not right. She has a history of recklessness like this. Okay. Okay, uh, that's, I, that's I don't understandable. Know, I don't know this lady. I imagined having to burn all my guest towels and beddings after, bedding after her visit and having to disinfect everything she touches in my house. Yes, it sounds mean, but general uh, genital herpes is a serious lifelong condition and I don't want it in my house. Given all this, it, I have decided it's too risky for me to have my girlfriend meet my baby. However, we've been close friends for many years, and I do not know how to handle the situation. What do I tell her? She clearly has an issue with being allowed to visit, but not being allowed to touch or kiss her. Uh, with being allowed to visit, but not being allowed to touch or kiss. Do I keep stringing her along, changing the topic when it comes up about a visit, uh, keep saying I'm busy at work? Will she just never see the baby until it turns 18? We are already talking less and less ever since my friend's meltdown about the house rules, and I'm wondering if maybe this is the end of our friendship. Your advice is greatly appreciated. Your loyal listener, number 63,916. <laughs> hmm. uh, first of all, I had no idea about the whole babies contracting what can happen with that. That That is serious, and... I, you know, they do test you for herpes before you have a baby because if you w were to have anything, because I understood it to be transmitted through the birth canal as the baby comes out, they could contract it. But that I, I didn't, I've never heard anything about this oral transmission. Well, look, this is what I'll, I'll say a couple things about this. Okay. This is why I was interested in the story in the first place. So I've had this discussion on the radio many times. 
And in fact, I had this discussion one time on the air in Oregon on the show I did with Icky. And I was making a point at, at one point that, you know, you, you, when you have a new partner, it's important to ask them, you know, hey, do you, is there anything I need to know before we're physically close? Because I feel like at least you're putting it on them to be honest or to lie. Or to straight up lie to you. Like, that's what it comes down to. You're, right. you're either going to straight up lie to me or you're going to tell me the truth. And and if someone told me the truth, and this this was the conversation. So what if someone says, okay, I have herpes. What what would my response be? And And this sounds cold as fuck, but my response would be, I will not have sex with you. I won't. It's not about putting on a condom and hopefully, you know, crossing my fingers. I, it's not about that I love you so much. I'll just have this. It's about me saying with that proper information. And so, of course, people call in and they're like, well, why would someone be honest with you then? And I'm like, well, that's that's kind of the point is, though, is that if I'm given the info, I'm not boning you. And then, of course, someone called in and said, you're a f- scumbag I fucking hate you you're making me feel so dirty right now I accidentally got herpes and now I'm in a situation where I'm listening to my favorite radio show and the guy who I thought was cool isn't because you are making me feel like a dirty scumbag and I'm like I'm not trying to do that and I later had another conversation with this lady who actually came to the station because she wanted to confront me and I let her and I said, go ahead. Look, I'm not trying to be a jerk. But given the info, given I'm not the doing choice, it. You would choose not to. I'm not doing it given the info. And it sounds, and this person went on to say, you know, I, I don't know what I'm supposed. And I said, I don't know what you're supposed to do either. And and I don't have an answer for you. And I'm, oh, I'm lucky that I haven't gotten caught. Because who among us hasn't done something there where later they went, Whoo! Thank God I didn't catch something because I right. didn't take the precautions I should have. Right. Right? Yes. So I, I do understand what that must feel like for someone who, you know, I guess to continue with the term, you got caught, but that's what it comes down to. Someone wasn't fair or, or honest with you or didn't know, but now you've got this and it doesn't go away. As far as... I just wanted to give that history because it is people are passionately bummed about getting this. And well, right. On top of the fact that they have this now they do f- because no one who doesn't have it wants it. I'm sorry. That's that's simply the truth of it. If you mm-hmm. are given the choice and listen, some people might go, I don't care. I'll, I'll get it because I'm I got to bone you right now. But that's a choice that they've made. In that scenario, if you've right. given them the right information to bone someone without telling them the truth is it, it's reprehensible. You, I it's agree. Incredibly irresponsible. And you're putting something on someone that however you got it, whether it was given to you in a one night stand or it came to you through some longer term thing. It's you know, it doesn't make you a bad person at all, but it well, also doesn't make me want to get it. I do think that there are probably people who've gotten it and felt like, well, someone did me dirty and I'm not going to worry about doing that to someone else. Like, and I get, I get that 
mindset, psychology, right? right? I get it. I don't like it. I think it's wrong. It's sort of like that whole the texter who was like, screw the corporations, eat the rich. No, uh-uh. Yeah. How about you be a good person yeah. and work hard and do the things that we're all trying to do every day in order to make a living for ourselves. Right. How Rather about that? Be an outlaw. Right. But so I, I, as far as the, back to the story though, as far as the woman who's, who's, look, that's your kid. You shouldn't be ashamed or feel bad about what you're doing to bring your kid up. I think you're probably, uh, look, I'm a germaphobe. I, I understand it, and I understand it where your kid's concerned. So I would just say, you've got to be up front and, and not allow this. Like, from your concerns, from what I'm hearing, you're not going to be able to exhale till that person leaves without kissing your kid. Uh, so right. what's the point? Yes. What is the point? So the so I, I and it's awful to say and I but because this is where she's at and she's got like I'm telling you this is the first time I've ever heard any of this. This is and it's actually quite frightening. I really think that what you just said is it. You won't be able to exhale. You will you'll be eyeballing her. You won't be comfortable if the baby does get herpes. You'll never forgive yourself. You have already answered your own question. Yes, you're breaking up with your friend. Mm -hmm. And it's over herpes. And it's incredibly, it is it's, actually, this is a fucking tragic story. It's awful. And that's why I told the story I told. Because there's a real person on the other side of this who's hurt, who's injured, whose life has been affected by the person that did them dirty. And I understand all that. But uh, on the other hand, you have to make decisions for yourself based on the information provided. And you've provided information that leads you to believe there's a risk. And why would you She's risk your kid? She's a physician. So she, I mean, if anybody knows, it's going to be this lady. I mean, maybe there's a paranoid element here. Oh, there is. I mean, she said 10% is possible if there's a, you know, what it's in her mouth. And if it's the, and if there's a kiss and if there's, look, you could certainly say to your friend, I'm a doctor. I understand what you've got and I know how you get it. I am telling you as your friend, I love you. I want to remain your friend, but you cannot put your mouth anywhere near my kid. And if that's or an your hands either, because she was saying an, it can be on your hand. If that's an important thing to you, then I have to tell you, you can't meet my kid. That's all. Right. Like you have to be that way because it's your kid. This Sorry we're not talking about, about you know, I, I'm that's all there is to it. I know. You can't do it's it. It's really frightening to hear this, though, too. But I mean, but look, really... that's one of the things in my research I found is that a condom isn't going to save you from this. Mm -mm. It's going to get on your balls or whatever. Like, you'd have to wrap yourself in a way that would really make it. What's the point? What are you doing? Right. You've pulled that condom around your balls, too? What? That like, it doesn't feel comfortable. I, like, it just, that's what it would, you know, it's just stupid. Like, why are we doing this? If you're that worried about doing someone who's got something. Don't do someone who's got something. Right. Yeah, I'm I, I just I feel I've had this in my inbox for a couple of days and I'm just really I have just a sick feeling over it. Like I feel bad for everybody involved. And by you the know, way, a close friend like that. And most people don't even tell their friends that they have herpes. Like, no, but they? she's a doctor, so it's probably highly likely she told her doctor friend to get an opinion on what right. she should be doing. Mm -hmm. uh, I should also add, because that storyline I explained to you about my show in Oregon, um, 
one of the things, one of the conclusions we came to is there are websites that have date. There are dating websites where you can meet people who have a similar situation. Right. Where you don't and have so to have that awkward talk on the third date. It's not getting... hopeless, entirely hopeless in that sense, because anyone who's a good person would have to have that talk and would have to say, I like you and I'd like to be with you, but I have herpes. And so mm-hmm. we'll have to take these precautions, like, and even those precautions aren't enough, unfortunately. Well, there's, I'm sure that there have been instances where people were incredibly cautious about it. And if there was even the faintest tickle of an eruption that they would, say we're not doing this and that somehow the other person doesn't ever get it. I'm sure that's how I, I would like to think that. I mean, look, I would want to know early enough that I wasn't in love and super conflicted right. because I'll tell you something to me. This is just me. But oral is part of sex. I want to lick your pussy, too. And not just like quickly, you know, passing and passing. I really like that. I like it for you and I like it for me too. And there's another example of you can't be, you know, cheek deep in someone when they've got that. No. So I I just. Oh, this is tragic. It's awful. It's awful, and I've been through this once before, and we're probably about to go through it again because I, I've right, just said gonna... everything that's no, going to you know insult what, though? a bunch I mean, of people. Tra- Doesn't not... Usher have herpes? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Or was it the stripper? Something with Usher and herpes. Yeah, Usher, but I, there was even like oozing green stuff that uh, that came up in oh, one of those. Yeah, allegedly. Yeah. allegedly. Um, you know, the thing is, I, it's never going to be like out there where people are going to wear a herpes, an H for herpes on their shirt. Or anything, but I think one of the points you just made, Vinny, is that you'd like the option to know about this before you're too deep in. Because look, I'm sure that there have been plenty of people who are six months into dating someone, wondering why they haven't boned yet, and they love this person. Like I love you. I think you're great, and you are great. You just happen to have herpes, and at that point, maybe someone has said, "It's too late. I'm in love with you." It's possible, you know. It it is completely possible that someone would say well let's or they would say let's take all the precautions we can and whether that's the person's on their med their meds and we only do it when there's no no even though it can happen can you're taking all the precautions you can but that goes back to that you still wouldn't want to have oral sex with someone who has herpes so you'd find yourself in a situation where you're going to take certain things off the menu you're only going to do it with condoms blah 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 and that's it would be unfortunate to find yourself in that situation in my opinion if you can help it again if i've already loved someone i would probably do the things i have to do in order to just Stay with them. Right. Not to mention, I probably already got it since we've, you know, been together in every other possible way. If you lick someone's pussy who has open sores, do you then get, does that not manifest as as cold sores on your mouth? The details that... Are cold sores completely different and and don't... Cold sores are a symptom, as I understand it, of herpes simplex... A or one, right. right. And simplex two is genital. And there is a passing between the two. The detail that that doctor 
shared that was you could have simplex two in your mouth but it won't show as a sore i didn't know that specifically i really thought that people would get the cold sores that they would be oral herpes that had been contracted from someone else's genitalia but to her point is my ignorance on it but right and i and to her point and and i'll you know it's just super difficult to understand and the less you understand about it the more careful you should be like you can't knowingly that's the problem is someone might go oh herpes okay well i'm okay with that no big deal you should know everything you can about that before you decide to have sex with someone who has it yep is my guess oh all right i'm getting the finger don't don't throw me a finger. Don't you want to say anything about herpes, Bryn? Yeah, Bryn. Don't you have thoughts? On I herpes? feel like you guys said it at all, really. We Did we shut up about it? Did yeah. we? I, mean, we I felt like I was seriously. in a, se- a safe sex class. Oh, well. <laughs> sorry. I just I had a really it's bad heavy. experience it's a really with this heavy in Oregon. Home. It's helpful. And 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 I really I the person I she wanted to look at me in the eye and sh- be like, look, I'm a person. And and I was like, I understand. I, I've understood that the whole time. Right. I've never not understood that. But I don't know who's gonna go. No, like as great as you might think you are, I don't know who's knowingly going in for that. Right. Unless they also have herpes. Yeah, yeah it's rough. It's fucking rough, man. That's that's. Uh, well, also, you know, if on, it wasn't, we wouldn't have this conversation. Well, also on that point of like kissing the baby, can we just like not make that a thing? Like, I don't. When my friends have kids or my cousins have kids, I don't kiss them. And I, like I can hold I them. I kiss babies. I hold them, but I don't know. I kiss them. I smell them. I, I, I don't. Because like, I, I know a lot I of new moms them, are freaked out them. by that. So I put just, my mouth on their don't. neck and go. <laughs> you know what, too, Coco? And I don't know what it is. And, and I, God, I don't want to step in it already again. I'm already do in it. trouble go ahead. for herpes. Step in it. Step in another pile of dog shit. I feel like old people are more interested in babies than anybody and they truly are it's like the fountain of youth or something when they see babies like they i don't know what it is but they want to hold them nuzzle them hug them and kiss them and i i almost feel like like they're trying to steal the youth from the kid or something (laughs) like i don't know like like hocus pocus when um they like what is it? They suck like the, the youth out of them. Literally, the youth. That's how they stay oh. beautiful. Yeah. It's, well, I don't know like about that, that, but I, I, that's, it, Focus, I have noticed Focus that came up through my own kids and been like, wow, it's it's universal that older people are that not only will they eye them from a distance, but if they can get near them, they want to. Now and you so just put something else in my head, but. Maybe that's something that you are, you know, not old enough to understand, but Probably. kids, kids. <laughs> You gotta. They, people want to hug and kiss your kid. Yeah, they do. Mm. It's a thing. Okay. <laughs> well, I, and I guess as long as you know them, that's fine. It's just it's when like a, a random dude walks up and hey, can I hug and kiss your kid? Fuck Sorry, off. old man. The answer's, the answer's no. But a grandma. I remember my kid was in the basket at uh, at Safeway, and I'm in front of the basket, and he's sitting in the little seat thing, and he goes, "Grandma," and puts his hands up. To this lady, to you? It, no, to the lady. Oh, to, oh, the to old an old. Oh, oh okay. And Jeez. she was all, because oh. I was like, oh god, because he <laughs> insulted you. And she's all, oh. it was really cute. By the way, did you see the bad grandpa artwork? Yes. That- oh my god, Edwin, you're an evil genius. I love it. 
you what was it? it was a bad grandpa's Vinny and he's a grandpa because he's an old guy with a kid Oh, so hey, he he wrote it. He sent it to me apologetically. Like, I'm sorry it had to happen. I'm like, I told the st- I told the story. It was the best it's, story. It's from okay. The whole vacation. It's, it's fine. I'm Don't not... worry, Gramps. Take your kid in the ladies' room. There's no problem. That's okay. not what I was talking about, old man. The, the guy, the janitor. I'm like, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking. It's, it's I don't want to be in the ladies' room. Yeah. Me. I'm no, a... Don't worry about it. Just take her in there. She's a granddaughter. It's fine. Whatever. It's fine. All right. Yes, I see you fingering God, me. Bryn, Stop fingering fingers. me. Jesus. Hot. Give me the magic words, Vin. The end.